The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Booper, supporting the health of millions of Australians. Because life happens. Find out more at booper.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 7th of August. In your Squiz today, Daniel Andrews is grilled about Victoria's hotel quarantine program, anger in Beirut, the government's cyber security plan, and golden syrup puddings. This is your Squiz today. Naturally, there's been lots of talk about how the recent COVID-19 outbreak happened in Victoria, especially in relation to how cases leaked out of the state's hotel quarantine program. It's this, Claire, that many have been wanting answers from Premier Daniel Andrews on. So I think I've watched every press conference that Daniel Andrews has given in the recent, yeah, forever. And these questions keep coming up about where did this come from and how did this happen, this second wave that really has now locked down Melbourne and the rest of Victoria and uh, those questions about the hotel quarantine program, the infections of hotel staff and security staff that then went on to infect people in the community. It just keeps coming up. Premier Andrews has said that there is an inquiry that will be led by former judge Jennifer Coate. He would wait to see what the outcome of that inquiry was. That's due in November. However, that judge this week said that there was no reason not to discuss the matters being examined, hence the grilling yesterday. Yeah, she did that on Wednesday night. So the floodgates really opened yesterday with journalists peppering Andrews with questions at his daily briefing, really getting down into the details of it. But Dan Andrews didn't really shift a whole lot yesterday on the answers provided. He says he doesn't have the answers, that the inquiry will get to the heart of it. But he was going to step up and take responsibility for the mistakes, whatever they were. He said, I will be accountable for those errors. That's the In the meantime, at the first public hearing of that inquiry, it was said that it's possible that every one of Melbourne's second coronavirus wave may be able to be traced back to quarantine breaches in those hotels. An Adelaide care worker has been arrested and charged with the manslaughter of cerebral palsy sufferer Anne-Marie Smith. She died in April this year in what police say were disgusting and degrading circumstances. Her carer, Rosemary Mayoni, was appointed by the NDIS and had cared for uh, Anne-Marie Smith for quite some time. Details of her death are very traumatic. She was left in a cane chair for a year. She died of septic shock and organ failure. In April, uh, the police investigation has discovered that jewellery was stolen, um, that items from her home were stolen, and also that a couple of loans were taken out in her name they're getting to the bottom of that but yeah it's it's a really traumatic case this one still lots of questions of course about the disability systems role in all of this and how it was able to occur to Beirut and there's growing anger from the public about why more than 2 million kilograms of ammonium nitrate, which was the reason for the massive explosion on Tuesday that devastated the city, was even being stored at the port in the first place. There's themes coming up in the commentary from residents in the media coverage that there have been long-term concerns about the competency of the government, about whether it's corrupt or not. Uh, One comment I thought was particularly stinging saying, uh, we've known 
for some time that it was led by an incompetent people and an incompetent government, but now what they've done is absolutely criminal. Uh, at least 137 people have died, 5,000 people were injured, and 300,000 people are homeless after their apartments were destroyed. The recovery effort there is expected to cost up to US $15 billion. Australia's chipped in $2 million to help the city recover. And yesterday, our Home Affairs Minister, Peter Dutton, unveiled the government's $1.6 billion cyber strategy plan. He said that kids, older people and businesses are all under threat from criminals on the internet. Yeah, the government says it really is about trying to keep families, kids particularly, but also older people and businesses safe from those dark corners of the internet. Uh, One of the things in the plan that had quite a bit of attention yesterday is expanding the Australian Signals Directorate's role. They're going to start advising the federal police uh, on the surveillance that they do, not just against foreign threats, but also domestic threats. And that's quite a significant change. Well, yes, people who who know far more about this than we do say it's a very significant change. (laughs) And of course, it still has to go through the parliament. Facebook has held the line about free speech on its platform for some time, but a link to a Fox News interview where Donald Trump said kids are almost immune to COVID-19 that was posted to his official Facebook account yesterday was deemed by the social media platform to be spreading false information and it was removed. And on this occasion, both Twitter and Facebook are in lockstep about how to deal with those kind of posts. So you'll remember back at the start of the racial unrest in the US, Twitter took down a post that Trump had put up, but Facebook kept it up saying that it was interested in free speech. Uh, Facebook came under a lot of pressure since then and it's changed its policy. So on this occasion with that post where he made what they considered to be uh, misleading leading statements about coronavirus. They've both moved to take the post down. And while we're talking social media, there's been a breakthrough in the understanding of the social networking behaviour of cows, Claire. It's a really interesting one. And apparently they have these very complex social interactions with their group. They definitely have their group. And when they're shuffled around to do things like go to get milked, it can be quite disruptive. So this study is looking at how to manage the emotional well-being really of cows to get the most productivity out of them. And there's this whole ritual around when they're thrown in with a new crowd, uh, the older sort of more responsible cows lick the the others to try and just calm things down a bit and to make new connections. It's a fun fact kind of story, but as you say, this research could help farm management practices and create healthier living environments for herds of cattle. Friday Lights is a section of the Squeeze Today email where we look at a few of the lighter things we enjoyed this week. Often it's recipes, Claire, and this week it's a golden syrup pudding. I don't know if it's light. <laughs> no, definitely on the calories it's not, that's for sure. But look, it's very cold and if there's ever a time to get out a golden syrup pudding, it's definitely in the cold weather. So I don't think it really matters where you are in Australia today or over the weekend. It's cold somewhere, so give it a go. It's got butter, it's got sugar, it's mm. served with ice cream. It's a winner. It's delicious. <laughs> delicious. Each day the subject line of the Squeeze Today email is a song lyric that relates to a news item. How are you sending us into the weekend?
I've gone for the Eurythmics. It's hard to go wrong on a Friday with the Eurythmics and mm-hmm. the song lyric is Would I Lie to You? That goes to, of course, the way Facebook and Twitter are yeah. looking at social media posts from Donald Trump. It works. That one works. And finally, a reminder that every Saturday morning, the Squiz releases a quiz. Naturally, it's called the Squiz Quiz. It's 10 questions and we'll test out just how across the news of the week you are. You can find it on our website, thesquiz.com.au au forward slash quiz i'll pop that link in your episode notes and wherever you are across australia or even overseas all the best for your weekend we'll be back on monday the squiz is a free weekday email and podcast we're your shortcut to being informed sign up at thesquiz.com.au This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long-Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website. Thank you.